This is Harry Murray at Murray's Flash Shop in Edinburgh, Virginia. Let's look at the type smallmouth fishing and the trout fishing we can expect for this coming month. The first of the year really does pose some problems because of the cold water. But I still fish in January. I keep going till I get skunk three or four times and I kind of cool it and let it rest a bit. But on the bass fishing that we have, I've got some good friends here that just don't stop in January. They know the North Fork well, they know the South Fork well, and what these boys will do is get a john boat or a canoe or a drift boat and they'll drift on the river oh about a five mile stretch going from one deep pool to the next deep pool they really want to try to find water that's running from five to seven feet deep when they see they're approaching that kind of pool they'll drop the anchor on their boat get their rod out and they're probably going to be using a sink tip line They'll fish the water that they have deemed worthy of their effort, and they'll fan those casts over the whole 30, 40 feet out in front of them with that sink tip line. Now, if the current is real fast, they'll use a fast sinking headline. They'll cover that 30, 40 foot pool, do the best they can with it, pick the anchor up, drift down to the next deep pool they can find. And they'll keep this up and go on down to, oh, they, they'll cover their five feet in a, a full day's fishing. Now, occasionally when I'm doing this, I know where these deep pools are. One of them I like is almost as big as a football field. And when I get into that deep pool, now remember I'm floating here now. I'm not trying to wait. But when I get into that real big deep pool, I might devote two hours to that guy that's as big as a football field. And the flies I've found that are very effective in here in January are the Murray's Tungsten Conehead Marauder. And I like it in the black, the pearl, and the olive. And I'm not afraid to use a sinking tip line. Scientifically, there's got some good ones in there. And I'll just fish that real, real slowly. Not going to catch as many big fish as we might catch in later in the fall, say in, in September. Because the big fish are definitely feeding. But I'm going to catch enough to make it worthwhile. All right, let's look at the trout situation. Well, this is a challenge in and of itself. When I'm walking up beside a little mountain trout stream here in the east in the Blue Ridge Mountains, I'm always amazed when I have little snow banks along the trail and look real closely and there will be a little black stonefly here and a little black stonefly there. Now, the trout actually will feed on those little black stone flies. You want, once, once I spot those guys sitting out on the snow drift, I'll move over close to the stream, still walking up along beside the stream, and look for the rising trout. They're going to be probably around little brush piles. They'll be on some slack water on the back eddies. One time I came into a 
down log that was damming up the tail end of the pool. And there were about a half a dozen uh, little wild brook trout just sitting there feeding like crazy. And they're going to be coming up to the, the Murray's Dark Stonefly, which is about a size 16. But to give them the benefit of the doubt, I'm going to go to fish uh, 7x liter on that. But now, you obviously, with the slower water, the spooky fish, all that, you want to approach them just as carefully as you can. But it is a lot of fun, and you'll be surprised how many of these little stoneflies you'll see these trout feeding on. If you have any questions on any of this, just ring me at the fly shop at Edinburgh. I'll be glad to discuss it with you, either on the bass or the trout, show you the areas we're floating, the tackle we're using, and be glad to help you find the best fishing I can. Thank you for being with us. This is Harry Murray at Murray's Fly Shop in Edinburgh, Virginia. Thank you a whole lot.